messing with my heart again Don't you go messing with me Situation critical Oh, 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 it's critical Man, that's like, that's really good. <laughs> Thanks. You're, you've been practicing more impressions. <laughs> Namely, what was his name? Mark Holmes? Mark Holmes. <laughs> From Platinum Blonde. Oh, man. I saw him on Facebook. You can, remember we were talking about this a few podcasts ago? You can make friends with people you grew up you, Okay, wait. You made friends with Mark Holmes? No, from, I didn't, but I could. Maybe I will. Okay, try right now. Okay. Try to friend him and see what happens. By the end of this podcast, your goal is to be friends with Mark Holmes from Platinum Blonde. Oh, shit. What? Are we recording this right now? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm going to friend him right now. Okay. I I just friended Mark Holmes. Look, confirm that. Oh, my. Shut up. (laughs) I did. No, no, no. (laughs) Shut up. Really? Yeah, I did. You're now friends with Mark Holmes. No, I just sent a request. Oh, okay. He's probably going to decline me. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Man, they're not British. Come on. Man, he is. Look, he's from Mansfield, Nottinghamshire. Mansfield, Nottinghamshire? That doesn't sound like Timmins, Ontario. That's fucking England. Yeah, but aren't they a Canadian band? They are, but he's from England. Oh, my God. (laughs) Man, what the fuck? You don't know this? No. I thought you loved Platinum Blonde. No. Okay, well, I, yeah. Okay. I, I just canceled the request to Mark Holmes. I can't be friends with him. <laughs> we have a mutual friend, though, which is interesting. Oh, man. Anyway, it's November 26th, and let's get going. Chris, I know you're in a bit of a bad mood today, uh, but I've got some news. What's the news? So I checked on our iTunes account, and we have two five-star reviews. Really? Yeah, we do. Who's the second one? Uh, there's one called Mr. Rando who wants us to name this the Toddly specific podcasts. Do we know Mr. Rando? I don't know. I, I, I don't know who Mr. Rando is. Man, what the fuck? Please. What? Seriously? Yeah. So uh, I do know Tone Man 78 gave us an awesome review. I know he's a regular listener. So shout out to Tone Man 78. Hey, Tone Man. Thanks, buddy. And uh, yeah. So. Oh, wait, we, we do. Yeah. Oh, wow. Two five stars. Thank you very much for your great review. Uh, I know that it's kind of shameless to ask for it, but like, hey guys, if you listen, why don't you throw us a like here? Or yes. A, a review there or something. How does that stuff work, man? It's all you hear on YouTube all the time. You know what? I've Just pod- hit the subscribe yeah, button. Hit and the subscribe it. button. Yeah. Is that does it have to do with monetization or what is it? What is it? No, do? we're just we're. I think we're just looking for. Um, more support, more okay. like support, more emotional and moral support through advocating for our podcast. No, but I'm talking about on YouTube, you know, when you're you cruising and every fucking video that comes up is like, all right, guys, oh, we'll, yeah. uh, they talk for 20 minutes about pressing like and subscribe and can, why? can I, can I like, can we like, can we like just diddle on this topic for a second? Because yeah, I would really like he, here, to. Here's the thing that I, I, I find so interesting okay. about this. The last two years, I've noticed a significant uptick in the number of Bernie Madoff-esque pyramid network marketing bullshit schemes that I see in YouTube videos. Okay. And they're always like young people. Yeah. They're always young people with like, I can help you sell a million dollars in a Shopify store. All you got to do is like this. It's exactly that. Yeah. Like this and subscribe this now. Yeah. Or there's a giveaway. Yeah. 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 But it's like, it's really, it's, it's bothering me because man, I, just, I I feel like we've we've entered into this like in, into this era of like 
everything is a get rich quick scheme. It is. On social media, YouTube, Vimeo, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, some of these guys are like some of these people, what they they sell is like advice. <laughs> yes. All they're selling is advice. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be financially independent? Yes. Do you want to be able to take a vacation and not hit your line of credit? <laughs> yeah. Let me show you how to sell fidgets. <laughs> fidgets trinkets. and widgets. Yeah. <laughs> trinkets from China on a Shopify store. Yeah. yeah. But do you know, is there, what What does that do for you if you're a YouTube creator? Is that what they call themselves? I don't know. Like I don't know. Like I, like, I really don't know. I follow this guy. He's funny. His name is Joseph Caruso. Have you ever heard of Joseph Caruso? No. Everybody out, you know, everybody listening, check out Joseph Caruso on YouTube. He's kind of like a man on the spot. He goes and puts a mic in people's faces and, and cracks jokes. And okay. it's kind of like a jackass-esque kind of situation. Yeah. But then he, 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 he has this company called Shop, it's called Better Times. Okay. Or Shop Better Times is the Shopify store. Yeah. And they just sell clone watches. Like it looks like just like these fashion watches. Okay. Like fucking swatches. So any 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 like what's what's he do? He promotes that brand. I'm not sure if it's his brand. So he'll go up to people like coming out of bars in Austin, Texas, and he'll be like, he'll make it like he'll have like a southern voice, or he'll be doing a Donald Trump impression, and he, you know he does this like man on the spot. He embarrasses people. He yeah. like creates awkward situations. And then he throws this thing as like shop better times for the best in time pieces. Shop better times. But is that a, like a sponsorship? No, it's his deal though, right? I don't know it's, if it's a, if they've sponsored his videos. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, like if, if somebody's got a large uh, viewership or a huge viewership, why wouldn't people want to advertise on that medium? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's really fucked up. It's, it's, it just seems like everybody is able to, I was thinking of this the other day. I would hate to be 20 years old entering this world right now. <laughs> I really would, man. Why? I'm like, Cause it's, it's a fucking hell of an uphill battle. Like, if, like, I really worry about this with my kids. It's, I think there's such a, um, a preoccupation with outside validation. Like I, man, if I could do it all over again, I'd be like, listen, I'm going to go finish my degree, get a job, not fuck around in my twenties, buy a house, marry the right person. I don't know. Like, just like, just stabilize my life in my twenties when I'm young and capable. Yeah. I wouldn't be fucking around like, you know, <laughs> playing in bands, acting. Like, what the fuck? Acting. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, what are you doing? You know? What, when I'm have you saying. acted? I was in a commercial or two. Oh, yes. Yes, that's true. It was a, a salon or something also. I did wasn't a commercial it? for Con Air. Yeah. Um, it was called The Lonely Hairstylist Club. It was a web series. And I played Mario, who was this... Um, you were spray tanned for that, weren't you? Or no. something? Well, I, was, I wasn't spray tanned, but I was like bronzed. Okay. And I played this like Jersey Shore-esque, you know, I'm using esque a lot in this podcast, but I played this Jersey Shore asshole, Mario, <laughs> okay. who was uh, a hairstylist. Uh, and then I did another thing for a software, uh, a software that I'm a co-founder in. Yes, which we discussed. Yes, yeah. we, it was the, the Renting Well video. So, and I also did a, I did, I did a commercial for Canada Lakes. When I was 13 years old. What? Yeah, I did. I, my parents still have it on VHS somewhere, but I was wearing a white Benetton sweater and I was in a field. You mm. know, when you drive to Canada, there's that big footbridge. The United Colors of Benetton. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. You know, like near where yeah, the yeah. wave pool is? If, if anybody who lives in Canada, there's a big footbridge. And I shot a commercial when they were building that bridge in 1987. <laughs> and I got 50 bucks to Toy City. <laughs> that was your payment? Yeah. 
I bought half of Ultron. It was bullshit. Have you noticed that that's the other thing? I mean, I know that's been going on for a long time, but what? payment in stupid shit that nobody needs. Like, hey, kid, you want to be in this commercial? Yeah, sure. What do I get paid? Like, ice cream bars. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same as like when ice we, cream bars. Well, the, when we first started playing, I think our first show there was like, uh, excuse me, sir, uh, what are we getting paid? And you just open the fridge. We're like 16 years old and you open the fridge, the beer fridge. You're getting paid in beer, 16-year-old. That actually happened with one of our first shows. Yeah, it was at uh, Grand Central. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Grand Central. What happened to that place? That became the Honest Lawyer. Yeah, it became the Honest Lawyer. And then oh, my God. We probably shut it down for good. That was a crazy time. Yeah. But I want to get back to this because um, there's a show that I watch quite often called Departures. I know I've spoken to you about it. I don't know what the show's about. Uh, it's about... These two gentlemen that take three years off of their life and travel the world and they go to Libya, North Korea, Antarctica, Greenland, all the places that generally aren't your vacation destinations. And it's not really about taking a vacation. It's more about, I know it sounds cheesy, but it's like about the journey. Anyway, so their whole thing is I think the show stopped production in 2010 and all of us rabid fans have been all over them for a season four <laughs> since then. Okay. And uh, so I think the only hope and what they're discussing is YouTube. Really? Yeah, doing uh, another season possibly on YouTube. I know they've been petitioning to get on Netflix. It's kind of like what you said last week about how they you know, want to spend all this money in Canada on Canadian content, <laughs> Netflix. So they're really shutting it on that. Departures, I got to check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's really good. Um, you know what I started watching on Friday night with my wife? What? Do the Right Thing. Oh, what's that? The Spike Lee movie. Oh, yes, yes. Because she's watching this show. I forget the name of it on Netflix. Yeah. That's a Spike Lee yeah. series. Oh, I just saw it last night. Um, it's actually pretty good. I've, I've been watching it. I watched one episode with her the other night. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't know, man, I'm kind of out, I'm, I'm the, the jury's out on Spike Lee for me. Okay, why? Because I actually dedicated a semester in film school to um, Spike Lee's movies. Okay. Specifically, Do the Right Thing, Jungle Fever, Mo Better Blues. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know, Crooklyn. I remember that was another thing that I talked about in a paper that I wrote in university. Okay. He's, I don't know, do you, do you like Spike Lee? Um, I thought his earlier work was like way better. To be honest with you, the only things that I've seen from him are Jungle Fever and uh, he did that Katrina documentary, right? Yeah, I think so. I've seen so. portions of that. He also that's did it. the remake of Old Boy recently with Josh Brolin, which is an awful movie. Okay, yep. yep. Did you see the original one? No, I did not. I'm watching all these fucking movies lately. It's crazy. Yeah. Old Boy, the original Old Boy, Old Boy was mm -hmm. pretty good. The remake with Charlotte Copley and <laughs> Josh Brolin. I want to hear your Charlotte Copley. I Charlotte, know you have one. What, an impression? Yeah. I'm Vickers. Vickers. <laughs> Vickers. <laughs> Let me get this straight. I'm Vickers? Yeah. You have to go, You have to leave the compounds. The last... You have to leave the compounds because we're going to MNU is going to come in here. We're going to take you home. We have to come last back to him Arnold. after because I want to discuss a movie of his with you. But anyway, go ahead. Well, Hardcore Henry, it was awful. Yes. Man, it was the shittiest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, was... I, I rented that with like low expectations and that was one of the only instances in my life where it, it exceeded in lowering the expectations even further. Yeah. Yeah, that made was, no uh, sense. It just sucked. <laughs> it was awful. That guy sucks, man. I don't yeah. know what's going on. He was he was good in the A team. Yeah, very underrated movie. Yeah, 
He was great in District 9. Yes, He was okay. pretty good yeah. in Elysium. Yeah. But here's the problem. Neil Blomkamp, mm-hmm. who did Chappie. What about Chappie? Chappie was a shitty movie. I didn't mind Chappie. <sighs> Man, he was supposed to do al- the Alien reboot. Yeah, man, there's no more steam in that shit. I mean, no. Ridley Scott's got to fucking hang that shit up. It's yeah. done. Yeah, it's done. There's no need to tell that story anymore. Yeah, yeah. don't you think? Did you see Prometheus? Prometheus I, was pretty good. I saw Prometheus, but I didn't see the second one. Alien Covenant was was boring. Okay, and it shouldn't have been boring. How was Fastbender though? Was he good? He was good. Yeah, he's a great actor. Generally, he's good. Did you see the Snowman? No, I heard it was awful. I heard it was the worst. The, like the worst. Why would he be in that movie? I don't know. I watched um, oh, Assassin's God. Creed fairly recently. I heard that was that? not bad. Yeah, I mean, I play the games. This is not a secret. I play a lot of video games. You're a video uh, game addict. Yeah, I'm not an addict. Come on. You're a video I game aficionado. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was all right. It was. Uh, they didn't really delve into the whole. Uh, past aspect of the story right. too much, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. I um, I was watching. I've been going on a bit of a Tarantino trip lately. Okay, I watched The Hateful Eight for the fiftieth time. Yes, incredible movie. Yes, great movie. Uh, but I also watched The Glorious Bastards recently. Okay, and Michael Fassbender's uh, turn in that film is fantastic. Everybody's s- fantastic in that movie. Uh, well, after I watched that movie, um, I became legitimately terrified of Eli Roth, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy, yeah. I think, like, I don't bear. know him. Obviously, I've never met him, but I think there's something wrong with that dude, man. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you something that is actually wrong with him. He did, um, what's man, it called? Hostel. No, he did Hostel, but he did that Netflix series, something, co- not Coconut Grove. What was it called? Hemlock Grove. Oh, I didn't Coconut see- Grove. <laughs> Can you imagine a fucking Sounds show based terrifying. on net, like fucking vampires and werewolves called Coconut Grove? <laughs> Had a limp dick, you're serious. Anyway, um, no, Eli Roth is redoing Death Wish, like the Charles Bronson movie. Oh, yeah? With Bruce fucking Willis. No. I'm not joking. I saw the trailer uh, when I went to go see Justice League. I was in, I was in Washington, D.C. last weekend. Okay. And uh, yeah, I went to go see Justice League. We should talk about that. Because I've been thinking about it all week. Did you see it? Yeah, I just said I saw it. I'm not listening to you. You goddamn fucking fuck. Okay, so what are you giving it out of five? <sighs> Man, like one. It's that, why? It's, it's such a patchwork movie. It's, okay, I know you don't want to talk about Batman versus Superman, but I was having a, a, signif- like, a seriously significant conversation a seriously significant, that's a super, super conversation. I was having a, a, a very serious conversation about BVS, Zack Snyder, Man of Steel, his take on the DC stuff, okay? okay? And I thought, I, I, the reason I talk about Batman versus Superman so much is because I thought it was actually a, a, a good movie. We've established that 20 yes, fucking times, I okay? And I thought Man of Steel was the best Superman movie that's ever been done. Okay. Would you agree with that or not? No. What the fuck are you talking about? What's better than Man of Steel? Uh, Superman. I like oh, the original God movie. God damn it, man. What the fuck are you talking about? The, Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Gene fucking Hackman is Lex, Lex Luthor. Yeah, man. It's hokey now. It doesn't hold up, but it's, I, I like it better than it Man of Steel. It was hokey back then. It, was, it wasn't even serious. I know. Oh. That, it was fun. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, that's ridiculous. But Man, man of Steel was a, was a reasonably good, was a good movie. Yeah, I didn't say it was bad. I'm just saying I, I just enjoyed think, okay, Superman. All right. Well, I, th- I think Zack Snyder's take on this stuff 
is good when it's dark. Okay. And Justice League like took this major left into being funny and light and Steppenwolf sucked and <laughs> uh, fucking Aquaman felt like he should be part of the fucking, you know, the fucking ex-presidents in Point Break, you know? <laughs> He's like some surfer asshole. He's like Kelly Slater, like should have been call a anyone Baywatch. Bruh? Yeah, he was like he's like a he come on, bro. He was a douchebag. He's like the guy you avoid in a bar. <laughs> uh, the Flash was kind of interesting. Cyborg was fucking cardboard, and then but the worst part about it is that Batman went from being like a legitimate badass in BVS, mm-hmm. a murderer, yeah. like not a murderer, but he would kill people. Yeah, to like he had his fucking fangs removed in this movie. It was ridiculous. Okay. It was weird. So do you think it was just, it was a budgetary decision based on the fact that the Marvel universe is slaughtering them. So like, we got to make something funny. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think they need to go in a different direction with this stuff. I don't know what's going on. It's uh, it was not a good movie. I, I, but I think, I think it really suffered from the fact that Joss Whedon very obviously, you know, reshot parts of it, which were very obvious Yeah. and rewrote some parts of the movie, which was very obvious. So it felt like a quilt. Is like, it? Isn't ninety percent CG? All of the yeah, trailer most of it stuff. Is CG. Yeah, okay. yeah, and that's the thing about Zack Snyder is is I find that in Man of Steel and in BVS he like took some cues from Chris Nolan with like you know kind of grayed out like darker kind of like moody real shots. You know. Anyway, that's you know what I wanted to bring that up because uh, you said previously on this podcast that. There are no, you know, the whole no original ideas in Hollywood and all this. And when you think about it, Christopher Nolan has been pretty decent at doing that. You know? He's been great. Yeah. He's a a legitimate, awesome director. Aside from, you know, the newer sort of take on Batman, like Mm -hmm. Interstellar is an original story. You know? That's an amazing movie. Amazing movie. I just watched it. Loved it. Yeah. Um, My wife loves that movie. Dunkirk. Did you see that? No, I haven't yet. But have you seen it? Yes. It's very, yeah, it's really good. Right. Um, and what was that one? The Magicians with uh, the Prestige. The Prestige. Yeah. That, dude, that movie got me thinking. Yeah. About fucking Nikola Tesla. Like for a month after that, I was like, this guy really make a fucking duplicating machine? Man. Well, spoiler alert, but the movie's 10 years old, so fuck off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen that movie, give it a solid watch. Give it a solid, yeah, that's a very good film. Yeah, it's a very good film. Uh, Nikola Tesla, yes. And I th- that station in the movie that he was operating out of in Colorado Springs. Yeah. Actually he really existed, did. Yeah. He, he really was, did bring electricity to that, yeah, to that city where that he was trying to develop technology to power things without wires. Correct. Man. Like, and then it's, it all got shut down. It all well, burned he down. He died. Everything like it so all here, went horribly for him. Okay. Here, a little bit of a subject change, but okay. this is something I wanted to discuss tonight. Okay. Okay. It's serious business. All right. I was you cruising this afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Fell into a little bit of a rabbit hole and I watched the Joe Rogan podcast with Tom DeLonge on Blink-182. <laughs> okay. Weren't we talking about this at one point? Yes. I told you after the last podcast yeah. you had to watch this thing. Yeah, so I did. And oh, long story short, I think there's something there. I don't know why Tom DeLonge is the messenger. I don't know, but fucking, dude, some WikiLeaks shit got released. I know. And they're, Okay. Are we okay, on wait, the same page about let's, this? Let's establish something. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yes. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? <laughs> no, man. I think there's something. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I like. I don't know why this guy's so deep in. Okay. But like, he seems to have like a legitimate relationship with like the guy from Skunk Works at Lockheed Martin. Yes. And so, like some U.S. active U.S. 
like Air Admiral or some shit, some yeah. guy, an Air Force commander. Yes. So, but it's can not we, can fake. We just, it's real. Can we establish something? But, do you believe in UFOs? Yes, of course I do. Okay. Um, and did, did you all watch? Like, you got to give me the Coles Notes version of this because I was all over the place when I was watching this. I was like, oh, we're going to talk about this on the podcast. Like, oh. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, yeah, he left Blink 182. Yeah. And he fell down a rabbit hole. And on this podcast, he says, that he put a bunch of dots together. He was very, um, I didn't really understand a lot of what he was saying. And it's mostly because he would sidestep so much in the interview okay. and leave sort of cliffhangers on the end of sentences. Uh, he So he was calling, he doesn't call them UFOs anymore. He calls them aerial threats. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck is that about? I don't man? know. What is that about? I don't know. So. Um, I don't know, Tom DeLong. I don't want. I don't want to give too much away. You guys should really listen. No, to no, it. give it away. Okay. So he starts out and he's talking about yeah, leaving Blink Blink One Eighty Two, and now he has a whole uh, like group of high level, or he says he has a whole group of high level government contacts, mm -hmm. which I guess was you know proven true based on this WikiLeaks thing, and he says that he has been chosen to. Uh, release uh, information in regards to uh, what they know about the whole aerial threat phenomenon. I'm like, man, why him? Okay. Well, that's what I ga I gathered from the stuff I was watching. Is they think that he would be a suitable candidate yeah. because of his, but because of his influence in the media or, or because of like pop culture. Yeah. yeah. And they want to essentially just gradually, instead of just one big shock, but gradually release information. Yeah. So he regarding alien species existing. So I guess there's a whole, a whole thing coming out. Um, cause he has books. The one's called secret machines that has okay. come out. Um, and they're going to be, I guess, slowly leaking information in that. So I guess there's pieces in the book. I haven't read it. Obviously. I don't know that I want to, I, to be honest with you, man, if they're calling these things threats, I don't want to know until it's like, you know, Bill Pullman making a speech in front of a bunch yeah. of people on an airfield. Bill Just Pullman. Don't bug me about it, you know? Um, this is weird, man. I, I like he, do you know what he says about aliens? To be honest with you, the podcast was about three and a half hours long and I didn't catch the entire thing. I just couldn't anymore because he'd say things uh, specifically, for example, uh, he said, well, we don't call them UFOs. We call them the aerial threats or whatever. And of course, Joe Rogan jumped all over that. He said, uh, what? Like they're threats? And he was like, yeah, I'll get to that later. No, just fucking say it right now, man. Right now. Yeah, I Why know. Are just they... tell us what the fuck is going on. I know, I know. So I watched some other videos um, which said that this has happened before. Okay. And that people were chosen to sort of disseminate information about what's going on. And there are people that are saying that it's false information. Who knows? You know, who knows? If it's real, I don't know if it's real. But if it's real, do you really think they'd be like, all right, let's pick the guy from Blink-182 to send this information out to the masses? Maybe, maybe that's the genius of it because it would be less threatening coming from Tom DeLonge, the guy that was running down the fucking street and like with nothing. I think there's well, something there to that. That's the thing. Okay. I think there's something there to that. I really mean it. Yeah. Um, fuck, I don't know, man. I, I watched this thing and I was like, I, I, I was 50-50 on whether this guy was fucked up and yeah. nuts. Yeah. Or whether he, like he's spending a lot of his own money. on. Yeah. So he's this. got this group called 
to the stars. I think to the stars. Yeah, yeah, to the stars. But it, have you been to the website? No. I don't understand what it is. Does it look stupid? Okay, it's funny that you brought up Step Brothers earlier, that mm. Step Brothers reference, because I feel it's a little bit like Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> really? Holts and hoes, because <laughs> it talks about everything. What do you do with Prestige Worldwide? <laughs> Management. Consulting. Man, go to the website right now. It's Prestige Worldwide, I'm telling you. To the stars. By the way, <laughs> his net worth is $85 million. Yeah, he's got some cash. What's my to age the again? Media, Tom DeLong. And <laughs> and I also like saw a, this is a fucking Shopify store. I also saw a first uh, vinyl pressing of. Oh my god! What he's selling music? He's selling fucking. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Um, the I saw an interview with Travis Barker. Not an interview, just like a TMZ clip, and they're like, "Hey, Travis, what do you think about Tom DeLong and UFOs?" And he was just kind of like, "Uh, yeah, he likes uh, UFOs." <laughs> Oh my god! He was like distancing himself from it. Yeah. Well, I, I, what do you say to that? Like, what do you? Well, he's obviously losing his fucking mind. I mean, he might be. Yeah. I'm looking at this store. Yeah. He's got a book called In Darkness, and then another book called The Lonely Astronaut, which also has a supplemental coloring book. Man, imagine all the clues were in that coloring book. Hey, kids, check out this coloring book. Then Daddy. he's got yeah. Then he's got this paperback called God's Man in War. Yeah, there were, I guess there was supposed to be something in there too. But. Secret Machines. Here we go. Yeah, with that's the, the one. That's Chasing the one. Shadows. Tom DeLonge and A. Who the fuck is AJ Hartley? That's the guy that co-wrote it. And I think he's um, like a known author. <laughs> this is weird. This guy really... It's so weird what happened here. I, I'm, Don't you find I, this odd? I'm trying to, to understand. I, I really have to find this website. Let me just do this. Here. Find the website. And if it takes 50 years. Um... Find the website. <laughs> okay. It's man apparel. All right. Here we are to the stars. We are an independent entertainment company mm. and publishing house right. that strives to provoke our, your curiosity. Oh, a pop-up. Wow. What a surprise. Okay. It strives to promote, to provoke your curiosity and inspire an appreciation of the profound possibilities in our universe. Man, prestige worldwide. That's totally prestige. Worldwide. It is. So I don't get what's... what do you guys do. No one knows. No one knows. There's, no one knows. They're, they're selling Ernie ball, love black leather guitar straps. They're selling guitar straps on here and UFO disclosure, man. Like, come on. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so I watched that one. And uh, what else have you been you cruising? Um, I, <laughs> you know what? It's weird. I was, I was watching, I was you cruising a lot of Batman versus Superman doomsday fights recently. Mm -hmm. Yes. I know you love hearing that. I was also, what is, cruising. seriously, what is your fucking problem? Why are you doing this? <laughs> no, I'm not joking. <laughs> what is your fucking problem? I Why do you bring shit up all the time? The same fucking shit all the time. 10% because I know it annoys you. 90% okay. because it genuinely concerns me. Uh, some of the other things I've been looking online, uh, watching is, um, I've been watching a lot of Sopranos, man. I watch so much Sopranos on YouTube. Yeah. And Goodfellas and Casino. Oh my God, Goodfellas. All the fucking, man, I love those. I love those episodes of The Sopranos. Oh man, you should do your Joe Pesci uh, eyeball impression. That one's like <laughs> the best. Did you ever watch The Sopranos? You make me pop your. You make me fucking pop your fucking eye. <laughs> no. Do you remember? Did you ever watch The Sopranos? No. 
Charlie M, you make me fucking pop your fucking eye out for Charlie M. <laughs> anyway, uh, The Sopranos was was a great show on HBO, <laughs> yeah. but there was this guy. Yeah. His name was Federico, Federico Castelluccio, okay. which is his real name. Yeah. And he's a well-known painter and actor mm-hmm. out of New York City. And he played Furio. Furio. Furio was the Neapolitan hitman that came from Italy to join the DeMeo crime family, which is the, so the you know, Tony Soprano's crew. Okay. And it's funny because I became a little obsessed with this guy when I watched The Sopranos because he was a really excellent part of the show. Okay. He was this fucking ponytailed, you know, uh, Adonis looking motherfucker. Okay. He, he comes over and, and he has like no problem proving his metal. Like the first assignment, assignment he gets to like bust up a massage parlor in, in, in New Jersey. Okay. And like get this money that the guy owes the crew. And it just fucking goes in there and just owns everybody. <laughs> Shoots the owner in the knee, kicks the shit out of his wife Man. Empties the place out, right? But anyway, the guy who plays him is this well-known uh, painter named Federico Castelluccio. I am DB him. I'm not joking. This guy's amazing. He was in a couple of John Favreau movies, um, namely, I think he was in uh, not Swingers. What was the other one? Made. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How, do you like John Favreau? Yeah, he's all right. He directed Iron Man. He's kind of funny in Spider Man, Spider Man Homecoming. He yeah. was funny there. Happy Hogan. Swingers is funny. Yep. Uh, and funny enough, he's actually in The Sopranos in this, uh, this series of, of episodes where Christopher uh, Moltisanti, who is the, um, the nephew of Tony Soprano, he uh, decides to make a mobster movie <laughs> in the show because he's bored being a mobster. And he shadows John Favreau one day, and it's a really hilarious exchange. Very good show. You should watch it. I'm surprised you haven't watched it, Todd. Yeah, there's been quite a few people that have... Uh, Suggested you watch it? Yes, yes. We'll get your head out of your ass and get something come on. <laughs> God damn it, Todd. Wait a second. I looked up. Okay, so what? Federico Federico Castelluccio. And... This, I, can do my, I can do my Furio Okay, so like. it said people also search for Tony Sirico. Do you know who that is? That's Polly Walnuts, yeah. Okay, but look at this picture of Tony Sirico and tell me that doesn't look like JCVD. I thought it was JCVD. Uh, when he's younger, yeah, it looks a little bit like Jean-Claude, <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> hey, guys, because of my big legs and karate. Come on. Um, yeah, so sorry, I got a bit distracted there for a second. You fell in the rabbit hole of the IMDb. Yeah, I know. Of the internet movie database. Mm. <laughs> I was, uh, I was watching a bunch of clips of, okay. So uh, I've watched- You just reset that story. Yeah, right? I know. I'm having a hard time right now. I'm super Why? Tired. What's going on? I'm, I'm just really tired. Um, tired of life? Tired of life. Uh, so I was watching a bunch of Jimmy Fallon clips, and I think I sent you a link to this. Have you seen this fucking robot named Sophia? No. Okay, so Jimmy Fallon has a guest on. Mm-hmm. And it's a robot. It's an right. AI. Um, oh, was that the one with the fucking Terminator T six hundred face? No, like the rubber skin or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've so, seen that. I've seen. So that. her name is Sophia. Yeah. Did you know that Sophia spoke at the UN? Yes, I, I watched. You sent me this shit, man. I watched all the videos involving Sophia. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I was kind of blown away by this, man. Is like I was showing my wife and right. just 
I mean, this is what we're being shown. Like, yeah. where, where is it actually at? Uh, I think, you know, I don't know. I think it's probably where it's at. You think this is the pinnacle right now? Mm-hmm. Whatever we've no, seen. I think, the, I think the pinnacle is like, uh, I personally, I think the pinnacle is the latest Boston dynamic or Boston robotics. Uh, fucking, <laughs> did you see that shit? The dog? The no. new version of the dog? No, the one that was the thing flipping over. Have you seen that? No. Okay, Todd, I'm going to just let you watch this for a second. And I want you to give me your honest opinion. Okay. It's only 55 seconds. Okay. It's jumping. Oh, my goodness. There's a robot that's jumping from box to box. And oh, my goodness. Are you watching this? Yes, I am. Oh, my goodness. You hear that? Everybody out there, listen to the servo motors. In this and thing it going. just did a backflip. Yeah, and it landed perfectly. It perfectly landed a backflip. Okay, everyone, the, the video is called What's New, Atlas? Yep. Atlas, you may remember, was uh, the, <laughs> the video with the robot when they were pushing it up to the ground and it would get up. Yeah, well, now this motherfucker's doing some Mary Lou Rhett and shit. This thing's like a fucking bronze medal <laughs> performance at the Olympics. Look at this fucking thing. That's scary. It is that's scary. Fucking, that's some Alex Murphy shit. Oh, so my that, God. It just so that's what I'm saying, okay? Imagine they put Sophia in that thing. Yes. We're not that far away from this thing. I know. I know. Yes. I know. So I always... Fucking crazy. I watched a movie uh, called Transcendence with Johnny Depp. Have you seen this movie? Uh, I haven't actually seen it. Okay. Yeah. So spoiler alert in case you haven't seen it. It's not that great. Any. Well, you know what? I found it entertaining. It's not super. Is it better than Chappie? Yes, it's better than Chappie. Is it better than the original RoboCop? No. Ah, I know. <laughs> Trick question. Better alive. You're coming with me. Yeah. So uh, the premise of this movie, Johnny Depp brilliant scientist mm-hmm. uh, working on AI and mm-hmm. what's after humans, basically. Right. So manages to, oh, and there is a group of people who are very against what he's doing because they are frightened about what the our robot overlords would do to us eventually. Right. So they shoot him with a, a bullet that's radioactive or something, okay. and uh, it kills him. But before he dies, he uploads his brain into this computer. What? So then it raises all these questions like, is it really him? No, it's a copy of him, right? Mm-hmm. And Paul Bettany's in it, and he's the one that kind of gives the discourses about, you know, if we get one thing wrong, then it's it's not a copy of him. It's something else altogether, right? Because if you miss one memory or miss one... True experience then it's a completely different entity which it is really um so they manage to do it and it becomes uh conscious and uh convinces his ex-wife to take him and because it's able to think you know way faster than us and multitask way better than us uh it basically gets a whole bunch of money and its uh first goal is to build a lab in the desert and <clears throat> you should watch it. I think it's on. Was Netflix. it trying to do build a body? Uh, eventually, yeah, eventually. But what he does is he says he he looks at how efficient things could be. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that he does is he creates a hive mind. Like he says, "Hey, if anyone's got any ailments out there, come and I'll fix them." Because he's got all these nanobots that he puts in your body that can heal anything, basically. Okay. So people come in droves. 
But while he's putting these nanobots in you that make you super strong, super fast, and uh, they, you know, you're perfectly healthy, mm-hmm. uh, he's also uh, putting you as one of his worker bees. Like he's making like, you a drone. There's yeah, there, they had these implants in their brain, so they were all aware of each other at all times, and you know, they were <clears throat> the government. Uh, eventually hatches when like hey what's going on out in the desert out there and so at the end Man, of the spoilers, movie this sounds fascinating tell me the rest of the movie so morgan freeman is in it and he of course uh, morgan freeman yeah he was his he was another scientist uh with him in the beginning okay and he goes to this lab to see you know what his wife was what his wife's up to because they just know about her mm-hmm. so the, he comes in and there's Johnny Depp in computer form, like all lawnmower man. Hello, doctor, you know. Um, lawnmower man. And he gives him a tour of the lab and shows him all the advances that they've made in like a year, by the way. Okay. Um, and Morgan Freeman's walking around all impressed, like, wow, holy cow, you're curing everything and everyone's super strong and invulnerable and super healthy and wow. And then as he's walking out, he hands the wife a note that says, run. Like, get out of here. Like, run. So the whole question at the end of the movie is whether or not the government and Morgan Freeman were right to intervene simply because they couldn't fathom living in this new world that Johnny Depp was envisioning, which was a clean, efficient, uh, healthy, uh, together world where everyone's linked together, right? Mm-hmm. They there was a loss of uh, individuality, which really threatened Morgan Freeman's camp. And uh, so what happens is he gets the ex-wife or the wife to upload a virus into Johnny Depp and he dies, but then she chooses to get uploaded with him basically in the final seconds and they survive in this drop of water. And I don't know. It's Who's the know. wife again? Uh, what's her name? Uh, I am it. She was in um, what's the movie, the robbery movie with Ben Affleck? Oh, Boston. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. what's her Rebecca. name? Rebecca Hall. Yeah, yeah. It's a good cast. Uh, it got horrible reviews, but I think you should check it out because it, it does raise a whole bunch of crazy questions. You know. Yeah, about, I, I I don't know, man. Like, there's there's so much yeah there's so much which which is indicating that the next stage of human evolution is with technology you know would you let me ask you a question okay. if you were if you were able to would you prolong your life if you could in like a synthetic machine how well, how though like is there any physical part of me that's in this machine no 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 like think of it more like it's more like a robocop situation where like okay you could essentially, when you got really old, you could mm-hmm. transfer into a new body that was part mechanical. But is this a copy of me or is it me? It's you. It's, what if it was a clone? What if you could just go into a new clone body? And they put my brain in this clone? Well, they were able to essentially transition. All, I don't think that, to me, if, if you copy someone or if you create another body for them or if you upload my brain or you know, put my thoughts somewhere else, then that's a, a copy of me and it, it doesn't really matter. Right, I'm still dead. Yeah, I'm still gonna die. Well, you're yeah, you died in your first body. But what if they were able to take your consciousness out of the body that was succumbing and putting it into a new, healthy version of Todd? I don't know. I, Would you do it? I don't, I don't think so. I don't. I don't want to die. I don't want to die, but you know, I, I guess it would just depend on how 
fulfilled I was at that point. All I can you know tell I mean? you is like, is like when I saw that new version of Robocop, yeah, man, that was so much worse <laughs> yeah. than the other one. Yeah. yeah. Where it's just like a lung and it's, part it's, of a it's hand. It's fucking lungs and, <laughs> and uh, it's just his face. At least I think Murphy and the other one like had like some other shit, didn't he? Yeah. He just, cause he got, that was he one of the dick, didn't he? That was one of the more violent scenes I've ever seen in a movie, oh, man, was man. when they killed Alex Murphy. That was crazy. You know, what's funny in the new Robocop, what I found really interesting about some of the takes that they had on it. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this, but he had a human hand. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. That's what I mean is, is when they, when that machine comes and takes all the armor off, it's just a hand, lungs and a brain and his face. Basically. Yeah. But yeah. do you know why they gave him the hand? Why? It was, it, they were paying homage to the first movie where he gets his fucking hand blown off. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they were like, uh, give him the thing that he lost. On, you know what I mean? Yeah. They do that sometimes in films. I yeah. thought that was kind of cute. I thought that movie was all right. It was a bit that hokey. That movie was someplace. pretty good. Gary Oldman's good and everything. So yeah. that was cool. But Michael uh, Keaton. I thought yeah. it was an alright movie. Yeah. It wasn't the greatest movie, but like it's pretty hard to redo a movie like Robocop. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, they made it like all PG. Yeah, it was super PG for yeah. sure. So, you know. That, that the first Robocop was one of the more R-rated movies. Uh, and think Fuck, about when that, that movie came, was crazy when, violent. Think about when that came out. So how old we must have been when we saw it. Man, I, I remember <laughs> the day I saw it. I remember the day I saw the first Robocop. Okay. I was living in South Keys, yeah. south end of Ottawa, and I rented it yeah. from Video Flicks. Okay. And my mom like rented it for me yeah. and proceeded to be horrified when she watched it. <laughs> She's like, this is gratuitous. And then all I remember <laughs> all I remember saying at one point in the movie, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what I was. I think it was uh it was like nine, eight mm-hmm. or nine. Yeah. I remember going like, oh my gosh, is that Eddie Van Halen? <laughs> but it's not. Everybody thought that was Eddie Van Halen in the movie. Oh my God. It was some other dude. There are two, there are two scenes that will stick with me till the day I die from RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Number one, the guy coming out of the toxic waste. Oh, yeah. <gasps> that guy. Yeah, it was awful. Number two, when the spike comes out of his hand, he gets Bodiger and the throat oh, at the end of the movie. Man. The wor- I could never watch that 70s show because fucking Clarence Bodiger. Clarence Bodiger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was also in Star Trek, like the next generation, too, a few times. Yeah. He just, uh, yeah, he, What's Clarence Bodiger, I What's don't know. His real name? I don't know. But it, I was going to mix up a Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown, yeah. Clancy Brown was Surtur in Thor Ragnarok, and he was also. Clancy Brown was. Kurgan. The Kurgan, yeah. <laughs> the Kurgan and Highlander. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. <laughs> IMDb. What's Clancy Brown doing now? He was in. Uh, Starship Troopers. He was in Starship Troopers. Yeah. That's right. He was the drill sergeant or whatever. Um, I started watching the Punisher on the net on, on the Netflix. Can I just ask you one thing before we talk about Punisher? Sure. Is is Michael Ironside dead? Michael Ironside. Yeah. Let's find out. IMDb. I thought I heard he died, but I could be what? wrong. No. No. Still going strong. No, he's still alive. He's sixty-seven. Michael Ironside has made a strong and inedible impression with his often incredibly intense and explosive portrayals. In Starship Troopers. A fearsome villain throughout the years. His best film was Total Recall and Scanners. His Scanners, yeah. Scanners, awesome. Scanners was crazy. Yeah. That was a crazy movie. <laughs> okay, David Cronenberg is the man. Yeah. Did you see, oh man, what was that one with Midian and it was... Oh yeah, Nightbreed. Nightbreed. Midian. He was... He was 
very gross in that movie, but he was very terrifying effective. In that movie. Yeah, terrifying and gross in that movie. He was pretty good. He, he's a he's. I saw Eastern Provinces again for the ninth time recently. Have you yeah. seen that movie? Uh, no, that's Viggo Mortensen, right? And uh, yes, and uh, Vincent Cassel. Vincent Cassel plays Kirill. Kirill. Um, I love Russian. What was the movies. Jeremy Irons one that he did? Dead Ringers. Did you see that? Oh one? yeah, that was that was excellent. Uh, he did M Butterfly with Rafe Fiends. Rafe. Yeah. Rafe. Uh, you know, oh, was fuck. he Ralph at one point? No, it's always been Rafe. Man, always? Underrated movie, Strange Days with Rafe Oh, Fiends, yeah. Strange Days. I forgot about which that. Which was one. a Catherine Bigelow movie. It's excellent. The same yeah. lady who did The Hurt Locker. Yeah. And Angela Bassett's in it and shit. It's good. Yeah, I remember that. It was some sort of, you could, you could put your your brain or you yeah. could experience other people's other people's lives, thoughts, right? thoughts and, and like and yeah experiences by putting this like neuron it was like a neuron sensor thing on your fucking scalp so would you would i what if if someone's like hey chris we can take your consciousness and put it inside uh i don't know that's okay, a tough one okay what about this mm-hmm. what if they said we don't have the technology to give you a body yet but we'll throw you in like a matrix like world until we can um no man i don't know this is a fucked up question i don't like shit like this i know it makes you me don't. feel very uneasy i know i hate this crap this makes me have a fucking panic attack but would you they're like no chris you're gonna no, die I, I feel so dude you're gonna die you have five minutes i took minutes. a plane to washington dc last weekend yeah and i had to have like a half a liter of wine just to get on the plane i i, you don't I like flying yeah no i i had a yeah i have a, i have some phobias now yeah, okay yeah. Does this happen to you? Uh, I've only had one bad flight, and it was going into Moncton Airport. They kind of wheeled happened? around, and they, the plane just dropped, man. Like What? Yeah, just super bad, bad turbulence coming, like turning around to come into the runway, and it was just up and down. First of all, wh- why are we going to Moncton? Uh, for my godson's baptism. You have a godson in Moncton? Yes, yes. That's incredible. Not in Moncton, but the parents, the grandparents are in Moncton. So not oh. in Moncton, in Karakat. So Really? Yeah, yeah. When, when were you there? Uh, last year. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and the plane dropped? Yeah, the plane just like all of a sudden dropped. I don't know how far, but like super far. And I thought like, this is it. It's over. It's over. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. So. So. How did you, like, was the plane full? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to sound all dramatic about it. I'm sure it happens normally, but that was the only sort of negative. Did you knock freak on out? Flying, yeah. Uh, I was freaking out. But generally, anytime I'm landing or taking off in a plane, I'm kind of like, all right, let's hope this uh, goes well. Was Jody with you? No. Holy shit, man. I would have lost my mind. Yeah, yeah. So flight to Washington, was that good or bad? Or? I was fine, but I, I, I had a, oh, man. When I was, I flew to Vancouver with my family in March. Mm-hmm. On the way back from to Ottawa yeah. to Toronto, the plane we were on kind of like just like veered left in midair for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. And I shrieked on the plane. I was sitting beside my daughter, and she was like, "Dad!" And like everybody was like, "Oh, oh what's happening to that man?" And I was like, oh. <laughs> like "You made a noise." Like you that. made a noise. Yeah, no, I didn't make a noise. I shrieked like it. it, it everybody could hear it. The stewardess was like, do you need like my, my any assistance, <laughs> medical or otherwise? I have to say that my very favorite Chris Cercino moment of all time yeah. 
has to do with Canada's Wonderland. Oh, we went on the fucking... Okay, that, so... Yeah, that was the first time I ever went on a loop roller coaster with you. Well, Chris... Or ever. Chris hates... Hates. I hate heights. Hates heights, hates roller coasters, yeah. does not want to be on them. And I don't understand that. I love them. So we're like, Chris, uh, we were there, I think, with the whole band or something. We were like, hey, let's go to Canada's Wonderland yeah. or something. Anyway, so we get there and there's one called the scooby-doo ghoster coaster which is in like kidsville or whatever right. in canada's wonderland but like chris it's a kids one there's no loops it's fine mm -hmm. you didn't even like the fucking ghoster coaster you, right. hate, <laughs> you hated it I, man the photo finish we took a look at the like, picture the photo finish you ruined the family behind us's picture you're in their picture screaming and crying like ah so you made it through those so i'm like <laughs> chris i'm gonna take you out one more and, oh and it was called Skyline, and it's a stand-up roller coaster. And you're like, man, is this cool? Like, is this? I got through it, though. Yeah, but my favorite moment, Chris Aracino moment, is when we got up to the top, and you kept repeating, I fucking hate you, I fucking hate you, I fucking hate you. <laughs> and then we went through a loop, and I looked over you. I swear there was a couple of tears, and you were like, I think I shit my pants. <laughs> man, I was dying. <laughs> I was dying. Okay, but I can top that story. Do yeah. you remember? I, I had this brown Chevette. Yes. And remember when we skidded it on the ice that time? <laughs> yes. We were driving in our friend Gus's neighborhood. Plant Drive. Plant Drive in Ottawa South. And I'm driving my mom's browned, browned, my mom's brown Chevette. Rustic Chevette. Rustic Chevette, all brown. And the car just fucking like did like a, a series of 720s a series yeah and there was a moment where todd and i just looked at each other and like it's like time stood still yeah we and locked we were eyes just like we're fucked <laughs> <laughs> we're just spinning it was kind of like that scene in uh mission impossible 2 when john when uh tom cruise locks eyes with well, I think it was Thandie Newton or something when they were spinning. Yeah, out the exactly, car. exactly. <laughs> and, but I think we actually said to, we had like a micro conversation. Yeah, it was yeah. just like we're about this to is, die. We're about to fucking die. Yeah. This is fuck. I think you actually <laughs> plucked a cigarette out of your pack and lit it in that moment. You're like, you yeah, imagine. we're fucked. Yeah, and we were still spinning. And I, 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 all I remember seeing in front of me was a series of like those lampposts outside people's homes. Yeah, orange glow. Yeah, just but a series of them whipping by, and I was like, okay, wherever we land. Yeah. We're dead. <laughs> and then we, we finally stopped and settled on the other side of the street, like a kilometer away. I don't know what the fuck. It, I feel like it was a long time. We were spinning. Man, we were spinning time. for like a good, like 20 seconds. Yeah. Like, yeah. ah! <laughs> <laughs> it no, was crazy. It, that's the weird thing, though, is it wasn't like that. We were eerily quiet. Very eerily. Yeah, weird, man. Eerily quiet. I think I, I kind of knew everything was going to be cool. Yeah, I don't know how fast we were going. I don't think you're you're not like a big speed demon on the road, but oh, especially in that car. That car was it, like it's just the complete zero loss to of sixty in four days. <laughs> Chevette, we should Good do a whole Chevette. We should do a whole podcast on the benefits of the Chevette, Chevette over the what was the other one? The Acadia, the Acadian, Acadian, yeah, or yeah. the uh, it was like it was just like the Pontiac version of the, of the Chevette. <laughs> what were the other ones? There was a bunch of copies like the K car. Sunfire. Yeah. Didn't you have fire, a K car? Sunbird. Uh, yeah, I think maybe my mom had a K car. At one yeah, point. I think your mom had a K car at one point. Oh man, we had so many cars. Your, your sister. I remember your sister was driving a fuck a hatchback for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which one was that? I'll never forget the the time that my sister came home. So. <laughs> 
I forget. What I forget. <laughs> Chris always laughs at these stories because, you know, all of the random things that came home to my house, like right. growing up. But uh, one time she came home and she had an infinity. I was, like, <laughs> what? I was like, what are you? Hey, wait, I remember like, that. Leather yeah. seats, infinity. I'm like, Jen, where did you get this? She's like, oh, I got it at an auction. I'm like, what? Yeah, I remember. That was actually a pretty nice car. Yeah, I was like, she went to the bullet holes and bloodstain auction and got like an infinity. Why did you do? I don't would know. you get it? Would you get a fucking nice car if it was haunted at an auction like that? Like how haunted? Like, what if you could get like a like a brand new Mercedes for okay. like two hundred dollars, right. and your insurance paid for four years? Okay, but and your gas paid for for a whole year. Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah, five people were killed with chainsaws in the car. <laughs> okay. Five people were murdered okay. with chainsaws in the vehicle. Okay. The car was completely cleaned up, but okay. you knew that five people were like just massacred in that so car. So there's no gore or anything in no. the car. No, 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 no stains. No. But here's the thing. Okay. Okay. The car has this fucked up habit of whenever it gets dinged, yeah. it just repairs itself. Okay. And it'll just start up on its own sometimes, like a la Christine. But that's that's good stuff. It also kills people once a month. <laughs> <laughs> once a month there's a there's somebody like is missing once a month like the citizen is reporting it no man goes missing no i would in not. bar haven no i would not do that and you know like here's the thing okay. no, no this is a real thing i'm okay. asking you your car you know your car leaves your house once a month <laughs> the night before the person goes missing okay and you're just like you're in denial about it but like i'm so i'm definitely aware that this car is killing people once a month you're not sure. You're okay. not 100% certain, but you're like 75% certain. So as far as I know, it repairs itself and occasionally starts itself. It's like, like, liken it to this. It's like having a brother. Like, have you ever seen Dust Till Dawn? Yes. Okay. You know how Quentin Tarantino plays the brother? Yeah. That's like very obviously fucked up. Yeah. George Clooney kind of tolerates him because yeah. it's his brother. He would... He like yeah. hates the fact that his brother's like a he ignores fucking serial a killer, yeah. misogynistic serial killer. Yeah. But he just kind of is in denial about it and yeah. like just gives him a lot of shit when he kills people. Okay. So that's your relationship with Murder Car. <laughs> and you're like, I love this thing. It's barely costing me anything. It's a luxury vehicle. Five people were massacred in it with chainsaws. It can repair itself. It can repair itself. It's it's obviously fucking haunted. But I'm just gonna turn my eye, my <laughs> turn a blind eye to this thing once a month. <laughs> And it's always like, it's once a month, this thing, like you get, you, you've received calls from your friends who are like, Todd, <laughs> I don't know how to tell this to you, but I saw your fucking car mowing somebody down in a field. I knew it was your car because of your vanity plates, which said Todd's ride on okay. the back. And they knew it was your car. No one was driving it. They're like, what the fuck? Okay. So this, in this scenario, that means I already took the car though, right? Yeah. You had taken the car at this point. Would I give it up is what you're saying? No. What are you saying then? Okay. Okay. You've, would I give it up would is you what give you're the, asking. No, I'm asking you, what would you do? Like, would you give the car up? What yeah. if you tried to give the car up and the car was like, no, 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 no. Fuck you. You don't break up with me. I break up with you. <laughs> what would you do if that happened? Like, uh, you, you like, you sell the car to somebody else. Okay. The day after, that guy's dead. Yeah. Car's in mint condition. Fuck it. It's parked in the laneway of a burning house. The guy's dead inside the house. <laughs> okay. And the, and the car just like shows up in front of your house again the day after. I don't know, man. That's terrifying. Man, like the car doesn't <laughs> want to fucking leave. It yeah. doesn't want to leave you. Yeah. And like, what if, what if other fucked up things started happening? Like the car was like trying to get back in your good graces. 
like just shows up one day with a, like a trunk full of groceries. Just pops the trunk. Go ahead, take, take all Skip this shit the from Costco out of the back of my truck. You're not giving me a chance to like even figure out what I would attempt to do in this situation. You're just piling more onto this car. Then the car started getting jealous of your wife and like just like getting jealous of when you went out. Okay, can the car talk? No. no. So there's no, I have no way of communicating no. with the car. No. Man, this is the worst. And then you just eventually stop driving the car. You're just you're 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 worried and you're anxious even having this thing around. Could can you I, get another car, a brand new lease? Can it self-drive? Obviously it can self-drive, but could I tell it car I need to go to? No, 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 no. It's not like that. It's like like it's it's kind of like an unspoken thing that like you know the car drives itself. Mm-hmm. You know the car goes at once a month and but I can't people. prove that anything's happening. No, out and of like the car doesn't like doesn't visibly do it in front of you. Okay, it's just kind of like an understanding. It's an acknowledgement. <laughs> the car loves you enough to not make you witness to what it does. Plausible deniability. It's like kind of Dexter. You know, it's like you're Rita. You know, but you kind of pretend, you play stupid. You know, <laughs> what do you think? I, I it's a fucked know. up situation. I think you should start writing this right now. Yeah. And you know what would really be funny? What? If, like, just, uh, well, we already, we already said it was a Mercedes, but, like, it would be funny if it was, like, a Kia. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, a Mazda Protégé or something. Hyundai Pony. It's like a Kia Sorento. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. What's the, what's the time on our yeah, podcast? Yeah, right we got to wrap it up, man. You were, like, an hour now. We're an hour? Okay. I think so, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll uh, talk to you in a year. These are getting farther and farther apart, man. No, they're not. No, they're not. We got our second review on on Apple, on the Apple. Yes, exactly. On the Apple. We got to keep the shit up. We also got um, a couple more follows. Uh, There's uh, another podcast in Ottawa called the Pixels and Podcasts uh, podcast, which I checked out. They're pretty cool. Shout out. Uh, And a couple other ones that we can throw out there next week. And uh, yeah, so other than that. Wait, wait, should we, before we sign off on this, maybe we should like, Make a public appeal to our fellow podcasters. Mm-hmm. We'd like to have you on this podcast. Yeah. And we would like to be maybe on other podcasts. We would like to reciprocate podcast relationships. Yes. Man, what was that? What the <laughs> fuck was that? was like old man. Boy. I know. I Hello. Like, Hello. No, what, yeah. what other local podcasts are you listening to? I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll check out the list there and maybe we can uh, all right, all right, all right. throw it on Olive Branch or two. All right, all right. We could talk about your your killer Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> this story, I mean, you have to put it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking about this as much as BVS, your murder car. Why don't we choose something that we can both watch this week that we can maybe discuss uh, okay. next week? So I saw a couple of things on Netflix. One yeah. of which is uh, 1922. Did you see that? No. What it's is based that? on a Stephen King short story? Oh, yes, I did see that. Yes. Okay. Uh, so that one looked all right. Uh, want to watch that? Anything else that... Uh, I want to finish The Punisher. You should okay. watch The Punisher. All right. We'll watch The Punisher. Yeah. And uh, we can check back next week or the week after since we seem to go on every two. No, I intend to do this next week. I, the only reason we didn't do this last Sunday is because I was in the United States. The oh, States yeah. United, that would yes. be... Next different. Sunday, we'll talk about this. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. If your car doesn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, could you imagine I pull up in a Sorrento? Hey, Chris. Dude. It's happening. It's happening in my car. All right, man. All right. See ya.